<laughs> oh, not man. even something we can repeat on on the podcast. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about. Um, have you ever thought about doing stand up? Um, all the time. I felt like I kind of did when I gave my best man speech at your at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was, was like, hey, kinda... hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> How are you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. <laughs> um, it was funny. <laughs> I've thought about, I always think about doing stand-up, and I'm always, like, thinking about my material in my head. Yeah. And um, I've got a couple of bits, you know, but uh, one of them, I got a new one this this last week, because I went to the to the dentist. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> no, that's, that's uh, I, I'm still working on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I could give you I could give you a rough rough draft if you yeah, want. Yeah, give me a little a little So, I'll be your test audience. Yeah, yeah. So, went to the dentist the other day and um, you know, I don't usually like going to the dentist cuz it can be painful and um, it's hard having to sit there for that long and have people's hands in your mouth, but I I've started to appreciate the little goodie bag that they let you walk out with because I feel like that's the dentist putting you on game. See, you get home and you pull out the latest dentist-approved toothbrush. <laughs> and it's exciting because you're like, should I call the fellas? I need to tell them about this about this new piece I got here. The extra reach with the back bristles and the side things and the little scrapey thing for the tongue. Is this what we're on now, Doc? <laughs> Can I share this with the homies? Love going to the dentist. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's proof positive that I I've had this theory for a long time that it's not necessarily what you say, it's how you say it. <laughs> it's how you say it, yes. Because I'm talking it's about all a damn toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the SMIC Super Show. And now, conductors of the fall train, Cole Roberts and Mike Anderson. Welcome, everyone, to the SMIC Super Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. And we are at the tail end of what I think historically has been the hottest month in my 38 years of existence. And not just because we've been taking our shirts off at the pool. No. I mean, it's because... <laughs> because uh, it's been hot. <laughs> it's just been really hot. Like, outside, it's it's incredibly hot. Yeah, it's been miserable. Like, I usually like the heat, and I love summer, but, like, I, it's been too hot to even leave my house. Oh, man, I know. It's... I, I expect this out of August though. I um I'm never surprised by the heat and the tomfoolery that goes on during this month. So <laughs> I I'm taking a lot of um taking a lot of uh what is it? Advil? Taking a lot of Advil? Yeah, I am taking a lot of Advil. Yeah, um ibuprofen actually. Right <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm taking a lot I mean. of gratitude. Yeah. A lot of gratitude for the current weather we have right now. That's it's cooled off this week, and Mike, I got to tell you, I've got, I think it's like seventy five out right now. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's, it cooled off it's for us breezy. too, 
but it's like 90. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, 90 is cooler than it has been. It's been over the over the trip dig. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the that cool breeze, like I finally lit my pumpkin spice candle in mm-hmm. the house, and I am just absolutely elated. Like, yeah. The pumpkin spice latte has come back. It's dropped. I've had three already. And you're oh. going to say, cool, when did it come out? A week ago today. Um, <laughs> this morning. <laughs> <laughs> this morning. I've had three. <laughs> but I'm starting to, I mean, uh, I, I'm in it, man. I am feeling, and I, I need to send you a text soon, just some stuff to talk about. But um, I went to Walmart the other night and took a bunch of photos of like the products that were coming, because things are happening, yeah. man. Things oh, yeah. are coming out onto the shelves. Again, with the weather the way it's been, the pumpkin spice latte back in action. I am I am on fall mode, baby. Like right here, right now. Summer's not I don't nope. I don't care if it turns hundred <laughs> degrees tomorrow. It is fall in my heart for sure. Yep. I'm Officially. edging in, I'm edging into winter almost, but uh I'm definitely what? on the fall trip. Yeah, I don't okay. know what's happening, Colt. <laughs> You know what? You're you're living like three months in advance every time I talk to you. I'm from the future. <laughs> That's insane to me though. I whoa. <laughs> Little technical malfunction. I, uh, microphone. I'll, I'll, I'll tell anyway. you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's because I've glamorized and um what's the word? Glamorized is a good word, but romanticized yeah. certain things about fall and winter in my head. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm not necessarily looking forward to it being, you know, 20 degrees outside. I'm looking forward to being it being 20 degrees outside and I'm in my office, you know, comfy, cozy socks on, candle lit, mm-hmm. listening to some podcasts while I work on, you know, whatever I'm working on. And I don't know if that's ever, ever going to actually happen the way I'm imagining it in my head, but that's why I'm there in winter that's why my head that's where my head's at yeah i mean i i'm definitely not in winter mode like i just no um not even a little bit because <laughs> like i mean i i enjoyed summer i i i did um august is the thing august is the tap out month this is the month you're like no seriously you can leave now <laughs> this is way too much yeah. Like it's got you pinned down to the floor and it's just sitting on you. Yeah. Um, but you know, things start happening in late August that I find incredibly exciting. And I I I'm trying to just like live it up now because like that start of fall, that that uh, that precursor to fall is almost just as exciting as exciting as fall. You know, yeah. like like right now we're recording this. Is the 31st of August. Y'all gonna hear this probably the 15th of September or something like that. Um, I got things we to are, do. Yeah, we can't just <laughs> pop out a show. It's not a baby. Um, <laughs> um, but like the the just starting to see the things sprinkle onto the shelves and onto the television. I mean, I've watched three preseason football games. Mm, love it. College football starts tonight. Thursday night, uh, first game, and then all through the weekend. Um, high school football starts this weekend as well. Uh, NFL starts next week officially with the first game. We've, you know, like, 
There's pumpkin bread in the grocery store. I've seen a couple of trick-or-treat pails and candy displays out. I mm-hmm. mean, I love when it's kind of hot still and it's still like you got a lot of sunny days, but it, you're starting to see fall stuff. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of becoming a bigger fan of pre-fall than I actually am of fall, even though I'm right. the biggest fan of fall, right? But like pre-fall is giving me a little something, man. Yeah. A little something. There's always something to the pre. Yes. Right. <laughs> You're such a, a poet with, <laughs> with your words. You know, you know what? Um, a couple months Hit ago, me. last month actually, um, in July, okay. my family, my extended family, did their Christmas in July celebration, and um, I'm oh, that's strong- right. You guys still do that? Yeah, I'm strongly against it, and I think it's starting to catch on. Uh, with other members of my family that this is a terrible idea because they, they still went through with it. They they did the Christmas in July. They've even scheduled next year's already. But one of my aunts <laughs> has offered to do a Christmas dinner this year. So it's not like a gift exchange. It's nothing like like a Christmas like full-blown celebration. It's just a Christmas you know, dinner get together in December this year. And I'm like, thank okay. God. Cause I don't, I don't care about the present exchange or anything. Like, we didn't even do the dirty Santa at, uh, at the Christmas in July this year. But, um, all that to say it was at one of my cousin's house this year and they live out in Blanchard, Oklahoma. Are you familiar with Blanchard? I've never heard of that place. Okay. <laughs> it's about, <laughs> uh, it's close to an hour, like southwest of uh, Oklahoma City, and uh, I think you would be able to relate to it because it's very quaint. It's a very small town, and um, okay, I loved it. Even though it was blazing hot, middle of summer, I still got this like I got this sense of like, oh, it would be fun to come here in the fall. It would be fun to come here during high school football season because it's one of those small towns. And I never really got this experience growing up because I'm, I'm from a very, I guess, metropolitan city. Uh, It's a, it's technically a suburb, but we're a pretty big suburb. Like we have three different high schools within my city. So like a place like Blanchard, if they were going to play another high school, they have to go to that high school to play and it's in a different city, you know, it's, it's, there's only one high school yeah. in Blanchard. Um, I don't know how it was in Grove where there are multiple high schools. Was there just one oh, high school? No. Are you kidding so, me? so yeah, when you guys <laughs> played other schools, you either had 90 people graduate in my class. <laughs> <laughs> you either had to go to another school or they had to come to you. Correct. Like that's how it was. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Always a road trip. So like, there was a up on the bus. Yeah. All that good stuff. There was a lot of, I'm assuming community pride around your high school football team. Whereas here, yeah, it's split. It's split amongst three different high schools. So like within my own city, it's like there's a three-way civil war going on. And um and then then we have like opponents outside of the city. And so um actually, you know what, to be perfectly honest, I don't know if the if the three high schools in Edmond play each other. I don't know if Edmond plays Edmond, but um, I, I just know that there's three different football teams here. And so, um, what I'm, tr- what I'm getting at is like, I bet it's really nice <laughs> in the fall time. Like I, I, I wish I had that, like, 
all right, I was telling Heather as we were driving through the city, I was like, I, I feel like I kind of missed out on that small town sense of community that would be really fun where like everybody goes to the to the Friday night football game or the whenever they play football for high school, you know, and it's just like, yeah, it's something that like, you know, that everybody in town is going to be there. And um, I don't know. I just I, I, I kind of associate that with fall um, because that's around school time and when fo- high school yeah. football is being played. And I don't know. I just I, I feel like that's probably a really magical thing to experience. Dude, it is. I, I've, I've talked about it maybe in shows before but i mean like if we've got you know new folks listening or whatever friday night was such a big deal in our town like i know like for me as a kid my favorite things about friday was like going to school and um you know the uh the the cheerleaders from the high school being in the hallways of the elementary and they're selling like spirit ribbons which I loved yes. like back then they were like these cloth ribbons that had screen printed, like beat the tigers or beat the bulldogs or whatever. And they would pin them on you with these big, like uh die cut um, plastic. I mean like giant plastic buttons about the size of your fist. Mm-hmm. It was like you were like, when you're a little kid wearing that, it like takes up your whole wardrobe. Like, <laughs> But the art was amazing. I would draw those ribbons like later that day. Like I would just like draw the bulldog mascot or I'd draw the, you know, the the hornet or whatever, whoever we were playing. And, you know, I'd always ask my mom, like, I need a dollar twenty five. I got to get a ribbon, you know, <laughs> and uh, I just I love that. But I didn't really go to the games a lot as a kid, but my dad was gone every Friday night and uh during football season because he would film the games for the coaches Mm -hmm. and so that was always a night where it was like mom would um you know she taught school like my dad did but they would always have to stay late after everybody left um so like we'd leave the school like you know five o'clock or so and we'd swing through mcdonald's and we'd get our happy meals and we'd go through the the video rental store and pick out a movie or a video game go home And, you know, we're eating McDonald's and we're watching TGIF and then we put in the Mm. movie or play the video game or whatever. And so always like I just the most special memories I encountered for like five years. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but when I was in middle school, uh, we did that less and less just because I was older. But like I actually went to the games and like it really was like everybody shows up to the game. So like you're in sixth grade and you're like, oh, man. I'm going to go stay the night at my friend's house or they're going to come stay the night here. Well, you meet at the football game to do that. Mm-hmm. So you'd go and watch the football game, have your popcorn, your your snacks, you know, your Coke, whatever. And then, you know, go to somebody's house afterwards for the weekend. Like, it's always such a fun thing. And then when I was old enough to play and I was playing, I still loved Friday nights because it's like you get to be in the parade now because you're a football player. You get to be at the pep rally or um you know the whole town shows up like the town used to take turns feeding the football players every friday after school Hmm. so you might go to like someone said someone would say like oh i bought the boys uh steak dinners at the diner in town oh wow and you would just you would just show up there in your uniform and you'd get your free meal and like we'd all meet up together and drive over to you know the diner and have our have our chicken fried steak or meatloaf or whatever whatever the meal was use like some sort of southern country cooking right Mm -hmm. Damn. (laughs) and yeah i mean 
you know, and then so sometimes it would be like breakfast. It would be like, oh, hey, uh, at the uh, at the lake house, go and they're having biscuits and gravy and scrambled eggs, you know. So like Friday was just so fun. And I love those games where you get you have to, you know, you get out of school a little bit early, sneak down to McDonald's, get your get your Big Mac and your your chicken nuggets and get on the bus. And then you got like a two hour drive to go play your opponent, you know. That's dangerous um, eating a Big Mac right before a two hour bus ride. It's it's <laughs> not well, I don't know, dude. Your body's different when you're a kid. That's Nobody true. like <laughs> you imagine us now, like you may you would have the shits if you were on the bus. <laughs> like he'd sit there like, oh my stomach. Like you just swallowed your first bike, Mike. Calm down. <laughs> I had some pizza at lunch. Promptly finished my pizza, stood up, and immediately went to the bathroom. Dude, it sometimes it goes in or comes out as fast as it goes in. <laughs> I'm like, but thanks for the like, visit. Dude, yeah. Being a kid. <laughs> thanks for dropping by. <laughs> it's not even digested yet. It's just, <laughs> it's like, oh, did I drop this? <laughs> But like, I know you're built so different when you're a teenager. Like you could just like, oh man, let's let's get the like. I mean, you see like a twenty piece chicken nugget. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I couldn't do that, and as an adult, I'd like throw up, yeah. um, for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love that, and like you drive out to the game, and like you didn't have anywhere to be. Like you're on that bus for a couple of hours, then you're yeah. in the locker room warming up. And you're waiting for the game to start. And then, you know, playing the game was always fun. But, like, I, it was just a whole experience. Like, there was nothing like it. And the, yeah. to go to those places or to have those teams come to your place and the whole town shows up, I mean, it's a big deal. Like, it, it, it high school football in small towns is just, like, it's it's magic. Like, yeah. I know there was a TV show about it. I think it was called Friday Night Lights or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never watched it, but people seem to love that. And if it's for the same reasons I just talked about, then it's probably a pretty good show. <laughs> I, I never watched it either. I think I saw the movie that the show was based on. I did on. see the movie. Yeah. yeah. And that was great. Yeah. I used to love football movies as a kid. Um, you know, it's a always great... so inspiring. Did you watch uh, <laughs> Little Giants? Yes, that's such a good movie. Oh man, I I showed that to Colt um, last year for the first time. He loved it. Like it was. I bet he would. It's one of the few movies that like I've shown him, and he didn't really want to watch it in the beginning because it's sports, and he's not super into sports. But once he started seeing the kids and how funny they were, like he would quote that movie. He still says lines from it. We only watched it one time, and he'll yeah. he still remembers some lines from it. I side note, I've noticed like how much of being a how how like being a parent is actually really disappointing because like <laughs> you in your head like you're like oh man I can't wait until my kids old enough to show them like Ninja Turtles or I can't mm-hmm. wait to show them the Great Pumpkin and like the time comes and you've got this big old goofy grin on your face like it's gonna happen here we go watch magic happen before our eyes and your kids just sitting there picking their nose yeah like staring like they're like going to the bathroom or they're like asking for a snack you're like just watch just the garfield <laughs> look at this cat look how funny he is i saw Pay a really attention. i saw a really great meme if i can if i can find it again i'll I'll cut it into this episode because it's a it's a movie clip. And like the top of the the meme said, 
me after showing my kid his Star Wars bedroom that I made for him. And the, the kid's like, it's it's not my dream, Dad. It's not mine. It's your dream. I mean, I thought you liked me. I thought this was a dream come true it's for us. It's your dream. You can't force a dream onto someone else, Dad. Yes, I can. I can force a dream on Why you. Why are you yelling? Because it's a good dream. The dad, the dad is Matt Damon. He goes, "It is a good dream. It's a good dream." And I can't. I'm, not, I'm doing a whole job of, of reciting it, but it was perfect. I was cracking up. I sent it to Jared, uh, and I was like, I subbed in Ninja Turtle bedroom for a Star Wars bedroom, and it was just like, <laughs> just the kid doesn't want it. Uh, that is so funny. I feel. I mean, I feel that deeply though. <laughs> Where you're like, yeah, please. <laughs> like, uh, thankfully, Lydia. I and you know, I'm 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 soon to have a boy, but like, it'll be a while before he gives me sass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sooner than or breaks you think. my heart, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Lydia at least would be like, Dad, you want to watch this, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, I I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I want you to want to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I want to watch this with or without you, but I I want you to enjoy being (laughs) here while this is on. Right. See, (laughs) the unfortunate thing, I think, with kids these days is that, at least with my kids, and I feel like this can't be just my kids, they're so conditioned to, like, the second they get bored, they can do something else. Yes. And and so, like, I introduced my kids to uh, the Sandlot this summer for the first time. And Colt was super into it. But the minute the movie kind of hit this little lull towards the end of the movie, I mean, it was in, like, the last three-fourths of the movie, he he was just like, I'm, I'm doing something else. I'm like, Colt, you've made it through 75% of this movie. You got yeah. to finish There's it. There's 13 minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> Tough it out. <laughs> yeah. Dude, is that is so like that is so true. Like, and I guess I can speak on this too because, um, it, I forgive me if I said this in a last podcast. I I I feel like I repeat the same story sometimes, but <laughs> you know Lydia's back in school now, and I remember like leading up to her going to school last year, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna be lost without her here. Like you know, because I've worked from home since she was eight months old. Mm-hmm. And I remember like being so sad when she left and like, and then, you know, you get used to it yeah. and you realize, Hey, I can actually be really productive because I still work from home. So right. it's really hard in the summer. You know, this more than anybody <laughs> I'm sitting here like complaining. I'm not complaining. Like you've got, you had an ordeal. That's why we didn't podcast so much this summer. It's like you, you're running a whole, whole ship and crew. I've got a ship. Um, yep. <laughs> but like, it was very difficult this summer to quote unquote keep her entertained. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, and, and it's, it's not just that, but it's like, it's everything. It's like, you know, she, uh, here's a really funny story. She has a Kindle and, uh, Amazon Kindle pad, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she plays all those games on it. Like they're from the Amazon store. We've got a subscription to it. So it's like this download, however much you want. And, you know, we have put a lock on the pay to play stuff. Right. And, you know, she could play essentially 50 games in a day if she wants to. And sometimes she does. Sometimes she'll like play through like five or six games. Yeah. And, you know, not to completion, obviously, because for the most part, none of those games really have completion. It's not like Mario, but, you know, she just like dilly dallies within the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
which this summer we were at a flea market and she saw something that looked like her Kindle pad, Mm -hmm. but it was a leapfrog and it was a leapfrog from like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it came with a couple of games, you know, and they're on cartridges, these things called cartridges. Oh <laughs> and, you know, she was just begging to have it. And the guy sold it to us for like 10 bucks. And he's like, uh-huh. it all, it works. It's like, okay, fine. And uh, so we bought it for her. And she put in all three games. And about 30 minutes later, she's like, I want to play something else. It's like, that you can't. Mm-hmm. We told you, like, that's these little things. Those are the games. There's no doubt. Da- there was no Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, when this when this came out or whatever, like, yeah. trying to explain that to her was just like, and she was just so furious with it. I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. I, no, I would I have to, to wait totally 12 months for a new cartridge to come into my house before I could play it. And if you picked out a dud for Santa Claus, <laughs> you're stuck with it for a whole year. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you a very similar, different, but kind of similar story was like, we got Coda for Christmas. We got him a Switch Lite um, last year. That was like his big present because he loves to play Heather's Switch. But um, Colt was really into playing it for a while, and he actually wound up breaking it. Luckily, it was still under warranty, so we were able to get a new one, or or at least get it fixed. Um, And she was like, if they're going to play the Switch, let's just get them their own Switch, because I don't want them breaking mine again. (laughs) And um, so we got Coda a Switch Lite. And the thing about the Switch Lite is you can only play cartridge games. Like, you cannot download anything to it. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so he can only play games that we physically have. So he gets really upset when, like, he wants to play that Ninja Turtle uh, game, the new one that just came out. But we bought that one digitally, so it's only on Heather's Switch. And, um, you know, we bought him Luigi's Mansion in physical form so that he could play it on his Switch. Um, But um, also, when he does get the chance to play Heather's Switch... Um, he will play through the digital games, but then he'll come to a physical game. And if that physical game isn't in the switch, he gets upset because he's like, now I got to get up. I got to go find the cartridge and put it in the thing. (laughs) I'm just like, dude, your world is so easy yet. It's so frustrating. Very complicated. It's so frustrating. I know. (laughs) That's so true. I mean, you and I've had that conversation before where it's like, you know we want to watch like our favorite tv show so like home improvement or you know king and queens are friends and it's like the second that show is on streaming you're like life is good yeah but when they take it off and you're back to the like you know and to be fair those dvd sets for like 10 seasons of a a sitcom are pretty atrocious where it's like (laughs) you know Disc one, two, three, and four for season two. You know, it's just like, my God, like just (laughs) now that you've experienced the freedom of like just constant play one after another. And you like you sometimes you even know what season you're watching unless you just know the show that well. Right. You know, where you like Rachel has a different haircut. You're like, oh, this is season four. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have that haircut (laughs) in the last ones, you know, but for the most part, if you didn't pick up on things like that, it's like you wouldn't know if you were still Am I at the end of season one? Am I at the beginning of season two? You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But man, when it goes to to having to put the disc in, I'm like, <laughs> and then cleaning. Because when you got kids, they like to take that stuff off the shelf. Yep. Mix up the disc or, put, I mean, put sandwiches in them. I don't know. I mean, kids are wild. 
Uh, and so yeah. you're like, why do I have these things anyway? <laughs> why do they make the switch cartridges so freaking small? Like, dude, it looks so like a freaking chiclet. To... Yeah, and like the, it's hilarious to see the case that's like the size of a book or a small pamphlet, yeah. and then you open it up, and the the cartridge is like a th- the size of your thumbnail. And like, yeah, I'm it... like, wow, that's that's some good uh, <laughs> good job there, Nintendo. <laughs> Like I'm surprised we haven't lost any of them yet. I'm surprised too. I I don't have too many of the uh, games, but it's just me that plays it, so yeah, it stays in my office. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what are we talking about today? Fall? Are we talking know. about football? Are we talking about kids? All I guess we've it. done it all. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, shout outs. Do we need to do any shout outs this week? Oh yeah, I do have one. I don't remember if we've shouted this guy out before. Um, Matt Arnett. Have you? Yes. Okay. I wanted to give him another shout out because, um, something really cool happened where, um, I have this kind of like Friday night wine, weekly wind down routine. I thought you were going to say like wine. I'm like, no. No, where Mike Anderson drinking <laughs> wine. <laughs> I uh I get, you know, the the boys in bed, Heather and Caden, they go to bed on their own, and then I'm I'm in charge of getting Colton Coda into bed. And uh once everybody's like in bed, that's my time to like, you know, I know everybody's asleep, I know everybody's safe, I can I can just do whatever I want. I can work on my own stuff a little bit, I can work on freelance, just go chill in my office a little bit. And um one of my one of my routines that kind of came about this summer is every Friday night, this guy on YouTube, his name is Dave, or at least his, his YouTube channel name is Dave's Archives. And um, he does like this live stream every Friday night where he will um, watch like old retro commercials that he's curated throughout the years from VHS rips and stuff like that. And he's got hundreds of them. He's got like hundreds of videos that are at least 30 minutes long each of just retro commercials from the seventies all the way up to the early two thousands. And it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's a really neat community. Um, I don't really engage with it, with it that much. It's, it's just more or less something excuse me, to just put on and kind of listen to in the background while I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And, but one night I was kind of like intently watching it and I noticed one of the comments pop up of the live stream chat said Matt Arnett. And I was like, and it had his little profile picture that I recognized from Instagram. I was like, well, that's, that's Matt. (laughs) And so I I, I immediately, I took a screenshot of his, um, of his, uh, of his chat, whatever it was. And I went to Instagram and I sent him a message like, hey, I saw you on Dave's archives. And um, and he was like, oh, yeah, I actually am the moderator of the chats every Friday night. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. Like this nostalgia network sometimes can be really small. And yeah, um, like you you think of it as being like this really big thing. And I, I think it really it's a lot bigger than we realize sometimes. But, you know, worlds can be kind of small sometimes and this so it was just really cool is he was he was like um I'll, I'll look for you next next time you're on and and the next friday night i actually um i was on vacation but then the next, i was not on <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't show up but the next next friday night i was there and he actually messaged me before and he was like are you going to be on uh on the stream 
And so I, I tuned in and I, I commented a little bit. I think I even tipped him, uh, tipped the Dave guy like five bucks. Um, just cause that's something that people do during live streams sometimes. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it was neat. I, I got a little shout out from, from Matt on the, on the live stream and it was, it was neat. Um, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Matt, Matt's always, uh, sharing the episodes when they drop and tagging us in it. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I got a shout out from uh, John Schultz and um, he had just messaged me on Instagram saying that um, in the in the lieu of all the shout outs we've been doing and we had asked, you know, anybody else listening to the cast? He's like, I'll, I'll let you know. I've been with he's been listening to us for seven years. Oh, my God. That's that's when we started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is incredible and i guess uh he was saying he's uh shout out to john out in uh arizona tucson mm-hmm. yeah is that t-u-c-s-o-n tucson yeah yeah um that sounds about right but anyway yeah shout out let me know that like he's been listening for seven years and i won't read his comment verbatim just you know for for just the because i have his permission uh but it was really sweet and it was just basically like you know i i i found you guys through um some sort of like blog post that was suggesting Hmm. our podcast if you like the purple stuff podcast our arch nemesis the purple no i'm kidding oh man (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's good company that's really cool to uh to hear that and so anyway um uh but yeah it was just really really cool um to hear from him and to you know hear that he found us through a blog kind of randomly and that his comment more or less was just like it, it just feels like i'm hanging out with with friends every time i listen to it which we've gotten that comment a lot so i'm super super appreciative to to hear stuff like that because we really don't like have a plan when we get on these podcasts <laughs> well, so it he, is just kind of hanging out <laughs> he is even though we may not <clears throat> physically or emotionally know everybody that's listening to this i really do feel like we get on here not just to talk to each other but like i we get on here with the intention of talking to everybody that's listening like we know a lot of you we don't know a lot of you but um i i it's not just like hey let's have a conversation and record it and just post it like i yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely thinking like who might enjoy what we're talking about when when we're talking yeah, for sure. Like I know little Mike out in Chicago is listening right now. And again, this is how I get my Mike Petrick shout out in. Um, <laughs> I also want to thank Mike Petrick for sending you and I some neat books in yeah. the mail for the kids. Um, yes. Already a big hit. Very thankful for that. Um, thank you big time, Mike. That was such a nice treat to to get the package and it had his drew a duck on a skateboard on the pack uh, like just so so thoughtful mm-hmm. so yeah. thank you a million times for sending those i gotta tell you when when you sent the message that you received yours i hadn't checked the mail yet the the muscles i sprained sprinting from the couch to the mailbox <laughs> <laughs> to see if i had gotten something and i did it was in there and, Man, and good it, timing. It, it was so cool because he addressed it to my kids so i got to like call them Same, downstairs yeah. and and uh, he, they saw Colt, Colt's the only one of them that can actually read. So he he like read the names off on the package. He got super excited, and then we opened it up. And man, it was just it was a blast. It was such a such a treat. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, it sounds like we're ending the show, but we're not. Um, <laughs> Mike, I sent you a few photographs in your text message. And yeah, why aren't you wearing the- clothes in any of them? <laughs> oh, 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 chat bag, nabbit. I mean, I like it. I just am curious. <laughs> you know, I've been hitting that gym. I, mean, I can tell, man. Them Daddy's shoulders be popping. <laughs> Oh Lord! I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna um, say I'm. Don't adjust your set. This is just green with jealousy over here. <laughs> <laughs> if I was really sending you photos, you'd be like, "Hey, I mean, I'm gonna buy you a razor for Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much info. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> kind of only kidding. Um, is that a button in her fur coat? <laughs> Uh, all right i sent you photos from walmart yes walmart on my night trip i took the other night these aren't like amazing photos now i look back i'm like well i probably looked kind of weird taking some of these um (laughs) but these are just some things that kind of made me smile and i thought well i'll I'll take some snapshots and we can we can kind of enjoy these together but uh, they've got a couple candy aisles out, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. And they've got classic jack-o'-lantern trick-or-treat pills, which you can't go wrong with that. I need to see more and more of those all the time, please. Yes. Um, they had some fake bales of straw you can put out on your porch or you know, maybe in your house of some sort. Um, I, I thought you would appreciate this, but one of the pictures of the candy aisle has like these kind of like fall colored arches that they made. I do like those, and, yeah. And it looks like that kind of like that crinkle paper type stuff that you yep. like, you know, the it decorations. Sure I yeah. love that. Um, yeah, the accordion fold. Yes, thank you. Uh, crinkle cut. I'm thinking of French fries. French fries, is the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the t-shirt, they had a Bart Simpson skeleton trick-or-treat t-shirt. I was like, well, my like skeletons and bart simpson so i sent that to you um but that made me happy that's i thought that was fun do you really turn into gomer piles whenever you think about me well michael yes. I, golly <laughs> well, my golly michael sure would like this huh <laughs> that was a horrible impersonation <laughs> actually it was just kind of my normal voice when i talk when i'm excited yeah. you do better impression of it when you're not trying to do an impression Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, another one I sent you, which, <laughs> sorry for the bras in the background. Um, hey, I ain't complaining. But, uh, but the, this bun display, it's a Wonder mm-hmm. Bread display and Dr. Pepper. And I love that they made a field goal out yes. of, um, uh, looks like pool noodles. You know, hey, it like does. Jimmy over there, like, hey, get that summer crap out of here. Wait a minute. Jimmy, come back here. <laughs> He's a genius. Leave the pool noodles. <laughs> I'm going to construct us a field goal. <laughs> By God, they did. Um, sure did. Excellent. I, man, and I didn't take a picture of this because I had already passed it, but behind that was a massive chip display. I think from the Lay's or Doritos company, just, you know, it was a big football display. Like, mm. I mean, 
And there were, like, also, like, baked goods and, like, trade, like, things ready to go buy and, like, put out on the table for the party. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like, like, let's gather. Let's gather and have some mm-hmm. fall. Here's some fall treats. Let's just partake in these. Like, dude, I am so freaking ready. <laughs> so ready. I, I love when uh, grocery stores or Walmart do displays like this and like i love it yeah. the most when they like do something great with like all their coke cans and stuff like that like uh, the grocery store that i shop yeah. at over the summer like for the fourth of july uh, out of all of the beer cases they made a tank i don't know if i sent you a picture of it i feel like i took a picture of it but i can't remember if i sent it to you wow but they made like a an actual tank out of <laughs> beer cases and i was like oh my for god for the fourth of july for the fourth of july <laughs> America. <laughs> like we're definitely in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Tennessee they just made a big old swimming hole. <laughs> they just dumped the beer out into a bathtub and we all got a kick out of that. That was good. <laughs> let me let me ask you something because I went to Walmart this morning uh real quick trip after dropping the boys off and um i did i didn't do like a full walkthrough of their fall halloween stuff i just kind of glanced over at it as i was going for what i was there for and i noticed that they had something there that i i feel like i saw last year but i hadn't seen these i don't feel like i've seen these before last year but they're like fake pumpkins that you can carve yourself have you seen these yeah they're, they're, like they're kind of styrofoamy yeah i i, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know I, I was like i don't know if i like this or not like it's a great idea i understand it it's not messy but at the same time it's like i would miss carving an actual pumpkin you know like that's yeah like that's like one of the oldest traditions of halloween that we still do Besides it is it's the, it's on. the only it's the only pagan ritual we keep alive <laughs> next to the the blood sacrifices yeah so yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> no i'm with you like um i i mean it's fun like if you got kids and like maybe they're like you don't want them to make a mess or um or if you're wanting to do that and you reuse them every year as part of your decor I think it's I think it's great, but man, I would too miss miss uh, carving a pumpkin because like there's just something like I I'll, admittedly I hate scooping out the guts with my hand like I get really sissy about it and I get just mm-hmm. get like a giant spoon and yeah. but like I don't like the arm getting wet like I just I don't know <laughs> moisture is not my favorite thing love showers and swimming is okay but I don't like moisture uh, I um, make my wife do it so <laughs> yeah see um i ended up having to do everybody else's so it's just like all right cool um but i love the smell of like gutting a pumpkin you know what i mean like just that it just it's it's like what's fall without a bonfire you know (laughs) right what's what's fall without a without an apple crisp pie yeah you know what is fall without carving a pumpkin and i've i've gone several falls in my life mike without carving a pumpkin and i walk away feeling like i've been shortened you know, uh, like I got stiffed right. and uh, it's upsetting. Um, you know, do you know at Target, they have that Magnolia section? Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's like the home decoration. Chip and, Chip yeah. and Joanne, right? Yeah. yeah. So like I have this internal struggle with like the fact that I, uh, like one half of me wants to be that 
type of person. Yeah. But the other half sure. of me vehemently rejects it. And it's this <laughs> it's this constant battle because when I saw those pumpkins, those fake carvable pumpkins, I was like, those are for the magnolia moms that want to give their kids a craft, that don't want to make a mess, and they want it to look nice, and everything still look like it belongs with everything else. And part of me... Part of me wants that because I do want yeah, everything like, to look nice. Be a magnolia mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be a great magnolia mom, but because I'm not, <laughs> because I don't have the money to be a magnolia mom, I can't be, and I hate it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like I I'm going to get I... the dirtiest, most rotten pumpkin, carve that up, and then smash it on my French porch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I like, I love, I, I'm a sucker for some home decor, man. I love a good, you know, I love a good, love a good decorated house. It's fun. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's like a, that in itself can feel like a craft project. But yeah, yeah, when it comes to Halloween, it, it's kind of hard, like in fall decorating, because, um, you know, like part of it's like, I want this to look like I can still live here. And it, like, like people would come over and not be like, you know, Can, should I stand here in the corner so nothing gets right. messed up? Yeah, that, that's that's the part. Another part of the reason I can't be that is because I have three hellion boy children, and yes, even if I did have all the money in the world to buy all that stuff and make it look exactly like it did in the magazine, it'd be destroyed before I could have snapped my fingers just then. Yeah, the, the saying "This is why we can have nice things." <laughs> I say that probably fifteen times a yeah, week. Like it's true, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's again. I I think I think it can work. Um, I think it has its place. And I would I would love to have a Martha Stewart Halloween display one day. But the kids are gonna have to be out of the house, you know. And you know, and then the grandkids maybe come over and they wreck all that. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I don't have TikTok, but sometimes I'll see like videos that were, um probably originated on TikTok either either on YouTube or Instagram. And I saw one the other day that I was just it just got my my your gourd. Yeah, it got my gourd like in a good way. But <laughs> again, it was that conflicting thing because it was like I saw it and I was like, "Man, that would be so cool to do." But on the other hand, I was like, "That would cost a lot of money to do." And there was there's no way I could I could do this because there's a lot of wiring and stuff. But essentially what they did was they created like a new facade for the outside of their house. They took like this, these foam pieces, these long foam pieces, and they like um, shaved them down, painted them, and constructed like this faux exterior to a witch's house. But the way that they did it was very cartoony. Like the wood panels had like exaggerated wood grains etched into them. And then like they were painted like this slime green color and then like the wood grain was actually painted black and then like there was these really great purples for like shingles and roofing and i'll have to send you a picture of it i know that nobody yeah listening will be able to see it um but it it was it was beautiful i even i sent it to heather i was like i really like how they did this and then that i watched like a a making of and like they'd been working on this for like three months and they like rewired the front porch of their house so that the lights would work and i was just like man that that would take too long and then there was like another video where they got like a bunch of those fake already carved pumpkins and they just they probably had like 50 of them and just decorated the front archway of their house and lit them up and like 
you know, in the TikTok video made it look like it took 60 seconds <laughs> to make this Yeah, thing. for sure. And that's what's so frustrating is like, you know, that it didn't go that smoothly, even though it made it look like it went that smoothly. And um, yeah, dude, I, you're kind of getting me excited. Like here, here's something I, I, I'm thinking about doing. Of course, time is of the essence, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have always been, you know, Mr. October 1st is when I can get after it. Like mm-hmm. we're celebrating Halloween for the whole month, just having a having a blast. Um, but I'm thinking probably maybe even before Lydia's birthday, which is the 28th of September. I, I think we're going to start decorating for Halloween, uh, at least outside. Mm-hmm. Uh this September like you know maybe a week before October just because uh the last few years we've we've not gotten anything up until like the middle of the month and then Mm -hmm. then we're kind of like the weirdos who keep everything up until Thanksgiving (laughs) yeah I'll be honest like I really don't want to see any more Halloween stuff around Thanksgiving like I just I want to be like removed from that but still in pumpkin world and like turkey you know like Mm -hmm. I'm starting to move into more of like time to put on my sweater and um you know my my driving cap and uh my scarf and we're gonna have pumpkin pie you know Mm -hmm. but like i'm i kind of like i don't know i kind of want to do something crafty like i i've got all these tools and i haven't built any halloween stuff like i I just kind of feel like it might be kind of fun yeah i i'm totally with you the bart simpson shirt that you took a picture reminded me um one of the last times we went to walmart as a family we kind of we bought a a few like pre-fall things i bought a sweatshirt that i really feel like tim taylor would have worn it it's a Uh. it's a it is a fleece sweatshirt It is the most i've not worn it yet but it feels like it's going to be the most comfortable sweatshirt i've ever worn in my entire life and it's it's maroon um and it's um it's from my high school. It's got my high school um name and mascot on it. And oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, it's so I've got a little bit of a personal attachment to it too. But it's just I, I cannot wait to wear it. But I cannot imagine wearing it right now because it's so hot outside. Yeah, <laughs> I I think my favorite outfit in all of TV and just like it would be like I would call it the Tim Taylor outfit where he's got mm-hmm. a sweatshirt on. You mm-hmm. know, um, like a like a, a sports related sweatshirt, um, and he's wearing relaxed jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, stonewashed jeans. Yep. Probably got a belt on, mm-hmm. uh, and and some and some comfy tennis shoes and white yep. socks, white tennis yep. shoes and, and socks. And then, you know, you oh you, you got to step out to go get pick up the pick up the pizza or something. And just put on your 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 leather coat. Yep. You know, <laughs> and 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 you're good. Apparently, you can just go out in Detroit and not freeze to death. Where yep. I'm telling you, Mike, I've been to Detroit during that time of year, and you will freeze to death. Like I don't yeah. know how you can just throw on a leather jacket and you're good, but it's pretty cold. You know, in the whole, I watch that show almost every day, and I can never not actually remember any of them wearing like extremely heavy clothing, except for the kids. No. Like anytime they're going yeah. out and playing, they'll in the bundle snow. up. Yeah, but like I don't remember like what Jill's heavy coat looks like or tim he's always got that brown leather jacket um he never puts on a beanie or a scarf or nothing yeah unless they're like specifically like they went sledding or something but like other than that snowing yeah 
That's funny. Um, yeah, so I heard something that uh, all of those like college sweatshirts that he would wear were real college sweatshirts from neighboring colleges that they sent to the show, and he would just wear them because they sent them in. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that. I, I want just a giant collection of sweatshirts. <laughs> Me too. That's my favorite article of clothing next to a hat. Hat's my number one piece because like I, I can't walk out of the house without a hat. Yeah. So I can barely sit in my house. <laughs> I'm a hat. I'm a hat guy all the yeah. time. I am too. So much to the point that like Caden has almost never known me not wearing a hat. That's why I don't. That's why I've been adamantly trying to not wear one lately because if i'm not wearing it he will find it and be like daddy hat daddy hat (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) your head's gonna explode if you don't wear this hat oh that's hilarious (laughs) well i know we kind of jumped the gun a little bit and we're getting excited about fall which i guess it's not not a bad thing but is there anything you want to say to close out the summer because we got to put it to bed right now man we got to get the summer over with and the only way it's going to happen is if we close it out with our final thoughts we had a lot of fun this summer i will say as as ready as i've been for fall we've done we did a lot of great things this summer the boys um they went to summer camps they had they played summer baseball um we went on a uh, summer vacation to the beach we went down to texas at galveston uh so i mean we we had a full packed summer and it was great uh i i wouldn't have changed a thing except maybe turn down the heat a little bit but um yeah i i i will tell you a really quick condensed version of our summer vacation because (laughs) it was a trip for sure so we we went to galveston and uh we decided to like break it up over the course of five days so like we left on a friday and that friday night we stayed at great wolf lodge for one night and then we woke up the next morning drove the rest of the way to galveston and they were going to stay there saturday night sunday night and then leave monday morning drive to grand prairie texas stay there overnight and then drive the rest of the way home so the the saga of this vacation started like pre leaving because I was just in I was not in the right mindset to go on vacation. I was just like, um, I just didn't want to go. I, I I for one reason or another, I don't know why. I just did not want to go. Um vacations to me are not relaxing with kids. It's very much like yes. you're constantly you're in a new place that you're not familiar with, you're in a I don't want to say dangerous place, but you're at the ocean. I mean, it's not like you can take your eyes off your kids for more than two seconds or they could get swept under the water and flushed out to sea. You know, it's like it's, it's right. not it's not I can't go to the beach and just lay down and relax, you know. Um, so I I was just like that was that was my mindset. I was like I, I wasn't looking forward to the trip. And I'd also made the drastic mistake of doing our budget from the month before right before leaving and realized that we'd spent way too much money like we spent way more money than we made that month and i was just like we can't be going on a vacation we're gonna spend even more money (laughs) and so i i was just like i had shot myself in the foot with this vacation before i even left and also i'm always worried about my car my biggest fear in life is like driving through that patch of texas where there's really nothing around and my car dying and like i have no idea how to fix a car 
we're three uh, hours away from anybody that could help us. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I've got three kids in the car and it's 120 degrees in the car. And, you know, I'm just, it, all that crap is going through my mind. And so yes. we get to, we get to Great Wolf Lodge. We, we have, a, I have a little bit of fun while we're there. The kids have a blast. Um, you know, they're on all the water, water slides and everything. And, and I'm just, I'm just trying to be present, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm just, Which I'm just is really to, hard to do sometimes. It is like, and I'm just like, I just can't get out of this mindset of like, I don't, I want this vacation to be over. And, um, and it had just barely started. And so, yes, we, we, that's the worst feeling. <laughs> yeah. And, and I know, I know that I am like actively sabotaging the trip for my wife and kids too. Cause if I'm like being a stick in the mud, then I'm, I'm not letting them like have fun either, you know, like, and, yeah. and so we, we wrap up at Great Wolf Lodge. We do, we do some things there. We do the water park, we do the arcade. And um, we eat dinner there, which was which was fun. We got like a pizza and and uh, some drinks in the room, and and that was fun. And so we go to sleep. We wake up in the morning and we leave. And um, the drive from our house to Great Wolf Lodge was like three hours, but then the drive from Great Wolf Lodge to where we were going in Galveston was like four and a half, almost five hours. With wow. with, with stops, it was like slightly over five hours. And um. We stopped at Bucky's. Um, we stopped at Bucky's like three or four times over the course of the whole trip. My yes. my my middle child was like, "Why are we stopping here again?" That's hilarious. <laughs> he was not impressed with Bucky's, <laughs> and um, and so we get to Galveston, and the hotel that we were staying in was the hotel next door to the hotel that I thought we were staying in. So that was a knock against it. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, gosh, dang it. The only good thing was like, we were directly across the street from the beach. So literally all we had to do was walk out of the hotel across the street and we're on the beach. So, I mean, it wasn't like we had to load up the car, drive to the beach or anything like that. Uh, but you know, we, we pack everything up. We go to the beach for a couple hours on day one that we're there. And you know, it's just a struggle. It's like a struggle to carry everything across the beach. You're my sandal broke in the sand and I'm like walking <laughs> on hot sand. I'm having to carry Coda cause he doesn't want to walk even though he's only been walking for like a minute and a half. And <laughs> we finally get all of our stuff down. They go run in the water for a little bit and I, I swear we'd been there five minutes. I'm like, can we just please go back to the hotel? I just I don't want to be here. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I'm just like, I'm waiting out, you know, the vacation or, or the beach stay for that day. We, we finish up at the beach. We go back to the hotel. We go to a restaurant that's in the parking lot across the street from our hotel. So it was super easy to get there. And, um, but like by the time we got our food, it was like eight 30, almost nine o'clock. And like the kids were falling asleep at the table. And so it was, that was a difficult experience. We had to wait a while to get in and, and, and it's just, it's like one thing after another, one thing after another, I'm just, I'm tired of being here. And so we go to bed that Saturday night, wake up on Sunday morning and we're like, we're going to go to Walmart real quick. And, um, cause we wanted to buy some like beach toys because that was the one thing that we kind of realized we should have brought from the from the day before because the kids didn't really have like any shovels or anything to play with so we get in the car and we're about to go to walmart 
and my worst nightmare happens. My check engine light and some light that I don't even know what it means comes on in my car. And so like, I am so like physically and mentally checked out at this point, worried about what's possibly wrong with my car, that I can't listen to whatever Heather's telling me. I can't deal with anything that's going on with the kids. I am just so locked in on this potential catastrophe that's about to happen (laughs) with my car. Because I'd just driven however many miles it was, you know, almost 10 hours to get here. And we're 10 hours away from home now. And I'm like, am I going to have to drive 10 hours back with my check engine light on and this other light that I don't even know what it what it means? And um, and so <laughs> we go to Walmart. We get the shovels and stuff. We get back in the car. Light's still on. Get back to the hotel. Or no, before we go back to the hotel, I, I tell Heather, I'm like, hey, my check engine light's on. Uh, there's a auto zone right up the street. Let's go up there. Let's see what they say is wrong with it. <clears throat> we go up there. I walk in and he said that one of his technicians is out reading another car. So he hands me the car reader thing that you plug into your car. <laughs> and he's like, you can go check it yourself. I just can't legally walk out with this since my other technician is doing that. I'm like, I don't know where the hell this thing goes. <laughs> and he's like it's just underneath your steering wheel you'll see it and i like go out there and luckily i do i find it i had no idea this thing was there i read it i take it back inside and he tells me what it says is wrong with it it's actually surprisingly enough what it said was wrong with it was exactly what happened to heather's car a few months ago that we had just gotten fixed but like when it got really bad for her car her car would just start like randomly dying Whenever she would like either put it in reverse or come to a stop. And I'm like, great. I don't want to have to deal with this while we're driving back home in a couple of days. And so I asked him, I was like, in your opinion, do you think this is anything that would like cause me to be stranded between here and Oklahoma? And he said no, which made me feel a little bit better. But at the same time, he kind of rolled his eyes at me. So I kind of felt like he was just saying whatever he needed to say to get me out of the store. <laughs> And, um, he, he did recommend that I go see a tech or a a real mechanic about it. And I was like, great. So like, I didn't really feel any better about it. So we went to the beach again and I'm just so like in my head about all of the negative stuff that's happened on this trip. And I'm, I'm sitting on the beach and I'm watching my kids out in the, in the ocean and Caden's like building a sandcastle and Heather's building a sandcastle. And I was like, there is nothing about my situation right now that I can control. I'm so worried about my car dying and us getting stranded and I'm, I'm in such a mindset about it and it hasn't even happened. And I was just like, I'm just going to stop concerning myself with all this negative stuff and just enjoy the positive things that are happening on this trip. And I tell you what, Cole, instantaneously the trip turned around and so like colt like ran up to me on the beach and he was like dad i want to go find a big crab in the ocean and in my head i kind of even though i had that revelation i kind of started to backslide a little bit because i did start like uh obsessing about my car again um and i was like colt we're not gonna find a crab in my head i was like that but i was like yeah buddy let's go let's go look for a crab so we go out into the water and we're out in the water for a little bit and i feel something on my foot and i know it's not a crab there's no way that it's a crab but i'm like i'm like oh my god colt i feel something on my foot and i reach down and i pick it up and it's a beer bottle 
and uh so- I'm, and I'm like, oh no, it's just a beer bottle. So we we throw it away, and um and then Colt is like, uh, like literally like a minute and a half later, Colt is like, Dad, I feel something on my foot. And I'm like, yeah, do you think it's the beer bottle or another beer, bro- beer bottle? And he goes, I don't know. He reaches down and when he pulls it up out of the water, it's a dead shark. Like Holy baby God. shark. It's like a three foot long dead shark. He's got it by the Whoa. tail. He doesn't even realize what he's got in his hand. I see it. And I'm like, oh my God, Colt, that's a shark. And he sees it and he screams and he throws it. And like, we <laughs> both start running towards the beach and um, I, I'm I'm a little ashamed to admit I might have started running before Colt. <laughs> <laughs> I did stop to Naturally. make sure that he was he was behind me and coming to. Oh but um, <laughs> but we ran to the to the beach and, and I just had this like revelation. I was like, you know, I wonder if that was like me telling myself to be more positive about the the trip, kind of letting the trip return something back to me. And um, so we we left the beach and we went back to the hotel and I kind of start obsessing about the car again. And, and when I start obsessing about things, I kind of dig myself into a hole and I, I get real paranoid or real dark about it pretty quickly. And so Heather wanted to go to this restaurant place up the street called Rainforest Cafe. I'd never heard of it before. It was actually a really cool place. Um, yeah, that place is rad. Yeah. And, and so we've we were able to get into it. We had to wait a while, but we were able to get in. We went on the ride that went around and that was really fun. Um, but then at the dinner table, uh, all the boys and Heather went up to go look at the animatronic animals. And, um, at this point I was probably at the lowest point of the vacation. Like all the stuff was just kind of coming back to me and hitting me. And I, this is going to sound weird, but I sat there at the table by myself and I prayed I was like, God, if you can please just like help me be okay in this moment and in in this vacation, um, I just need it right now. <laughs> and like then everybody came back and we had a nice dinner. And when I went to the car, the light was off. I didn't do a okay, I did do something. As we were walking into the restaurant, I noticed that my gas cap was loose and I tightened it, closed it, went in, ate dinner, yeah. came back. And the check engine light was off. It was probably just because of my gas cap. And because I know that that is a reason that your check engine light can come on is you can is your if your gas cap is loose or malfunctioning. And so I closed it. I went inside, came back out. All the lights were off. Didn't have any issues for the rest of the rest of the trip. Obviously made it back fine. But it was just like it it was all (laughs) mental. Like it was all like my mindset. And as soon as I like made myself stop being in that mindset. I had a great vacation. And yeah. And I don't know. It was just like I just I had to share that story cuz I I don't know if I really made the praying part sound as profound as it really was to me <laughs> in that cuz I was really like lost in that moment. Like I I was really worried that something was going to happen on the way home. I really wasn't I didn't know how to handle it. I was kind of on the verge of a breakdown <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And uh, Heather had no idea that any of this was like going on mentally. And like, I just, I, I'm the dad of the family. I got to keep it together, you know? And it's like, I just yeah. didn't know how in that moment. And then for it to just all be fixed after kind of breaking down and asking for help. And it was, 
I don't know. It was just really kind of remarkable. And yeah, man. And then the next day we, you know, we drove home and, um, and, uh, it, I mean, it was a great trip. Uh, but Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> it was, it if was... I, if I live there, I'd be like, Mike, you got to come to church with us this weekend. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel bad because I, I, I feel like in the prayer, I might've said, if you help me out, I'll start going to church more. I promise. Yeah. I haven't gone since, but <laughs> he's like, Mike, you said you was going to be here. <laughs> I walk out to my car right now to go pick up the kids and it just explodes. <laughs> Yeah, just there. just a little reminder there, buddy. Um, <laughs> here's your problem with interest now. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I I've been that like I I usually don't want to go anywhere on most trips. Yeah, because ever since I've started working for myself, like I'm never not stressed out. I'm never not behind. I'm never not busy. And so I really appreciate and owe my wife for being someone who is just like this is what we're doing. Yeah. And it's like, it, it, and I feel bad for her because it can feel like, probably feel like pulling teeth. Oh, for sure. But at the same time, it's just like, she knows I need it. She knows we need it. And um, we had like one last little hurrah before Lydia started school. Um, she had to do like this camp thing where it's like you go two days and you're off two days and then everyone started on the end of the week sort of deal. So in between that, we uh, we took a trip to the lake and there's kind of like a fake beach like it's it's a beach but you know it's not like a beautiful beach like the ocean like it's a lake right Mm -hmm. um but i just i was like i don't have time like this is the busiest (laughs) week ever i do not want to do this and yeah kind of decided at the last minute that like okay we can still do this even though we kind of planned on it for a couple of weeks and so we went and did it and you know just really stiff being there just like i'm gonna sit in this chair like you guys go play yeah have a good time yeah and you know brett like she she's uh getting in the water with lid and they're having fun and i just like you know what just get in the damn water yeah you know just just and, and, and i did like I, I i i took my shirt off i put the suntan lotion on and i got in the water and we just had a blast like we yep. just we we floated in the lake like Lydia's been really scared of water this summer but like for some reason that day she was just like this is where i want to be and she yeah. just loved it and we had the best time like it was like the best way to end out summer and um i know it probably sounds weird to say like i took my shirt off to go but if you listen to this podcast for a long time mike and i do not remove our shirts it's a big deal yeah i (laughs) I took mine off at the beach because i had this realization i was like everybody around me in one way or another is out of shape he's too skinny he's too fat he's got a beer belly he's super hairy everybody there with their shirt off yeah looks different and i'm like i'm never gonna see any of these people again i'm not gonna talk to them while they're here i don't know what they're thinking i don't care what they're thinking so i took it off and and it was so (laughs) much more enjoyable without Uh, a shirt (laughs) i i am team not doing the t-shirt in the pool again it's so miserable like i i I can't stand it i'm like you know i just you know and like yeah, I'm a little bit proud of how I've I've changed this summer physically, but I'm not like there, like especially yeah. not mentally. And yeah. you know, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna go in this water. I'm gonna have a good time, and and we did. It was so much fun. So. And you know what? I realized I'd rather, <coughs> I'd rather be the fat guy that has a shirt off and is comfortable 
than the fat guy that everybody knows is wearing a shirt because I'm fat, you know? <laughs> sure. It's kind of a giveaway. You kind of like yeah. out yourself by being, yeah. you know, in the pool with all your clothes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not, I'm not knocking that at all because I'm that guy 99%. Oh, for sure. Time. Like but that's a, that's this a one moment, in a million. Yeah. Yeah. Like for instance, we went swimming with my family earlier this summer and I, I and I was comfortable. But then there was an opportunity to go swimming with Brett's side of the family, and I just didn't do it. So I didn't get oh, in yeah. the water. I was just like, I don't really like y'all. Don't I'm going. That I'm well, going swimming you know? at my parent. I'm going swimming at my parents' house this this weekend, and I know I'm going to be wearing a shirt in the pool, like 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent I don't know what it is. It's just sometimes you're just like, eh, not today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that is the end of our summer podcasting. And uh, it just, it seems like yesterday we were getting hyped about summer and talking about our yards and the mowing and mm-hmm. all the food we were cooking out. It's doing fine. It's it doing is? fine. I'm, mine's mine's yeah. dying. Mine's on the downside. We, we had a downpour for like four days where it resurrected it. Um, nice. But it's probably going to die out soon. But, uh, if I can find time, I'll get back to watering it. Cause I was very persistent with watering and mowing twice a week. And it was the exact thing to do. If you want a lush green, beautiful yard, mm-hmm. but I'm about to start looking into what do I need to do now to set myself up for success come next. March and April. Yeah, and next. so I'm going to be looking into that. might be throwing down some seed this September, October, doing some peat moss, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, get getting that ready to go. And then in early in the spring, I'm going to do a little pre-emergent action. And then when the <laughs> pre-emergent finally runs its course, I'm going to do a little weed and feed. And it's going to get crazy, man. It's about to get real <laughs> exciting in the yard, as yeah. they say. But right now... <laughs> Right now, I need to stop this podcast before I keep talking about pre-emergence and weeding feed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, when we come back, we will be in our... Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Last tangent. You want to hear an old man tangent? Yeah, absolutely. Always. All right. Okay. You know, the internet always has its way of being the internet, right? I learn a right. lot of things from the internet about our culture and what's going on. For mm-hmm. instance... I don't know if you know this, but Taylor Swift has been on a tour this summer, and uh, it's called her Eras Tour, okay? Now, this is a tour where she is performing the parts of different albums, because she's every album she's ever had has been number one and, 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 and is iconic, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. And so she wears the outfits pertaining to the music, the videos, all that stuff, and it's her Eras Tour. Well, I'm starting to see on the internet that, like, Oh, I'm in my comfy era right now. Or <laughs> I'm, I'm getting into my sassy era. Or So not everyone's in an era right now, apparently. And we uh-huh. have to make that known. So I want to make it known that we are about to be in our fall era. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I will not say those words. I, 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 old man, I'm like, stop saying the stupid nonsense, you dumb kids. You know? Well, you you reminded me, me when you were ta- you talking about Taylor Swift, you reminded me that we called the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl show, halftime show, is possibly. We did. Gonna... I mean, so far, we'll see. It looks like it might be. I can't wait. I can't wait for football to be back. One more week, baby. We're gonna have to record soon once I get some more, 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 more fall stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Anyway, I hope all you guys listening had an amazing summer. Thank you for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, let's get ready for fall, everybody. Let's go. Fall, y'all. Happy fall, y'all. Yeah. Man, I'll be ready for these summer (laughs) allergies to be out of here. I'm rubbing my eye like I'm about to gouge it out of my head. It's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye. I guess that's long enough. This would have been a good show, too.